0: Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up guys? We are back by popular demand again for part three with Sam, the KDP expert. Sam, thanks for being here again, man.
1: No worries at all, thanks
0: Thanks again for having me back. Yeah, so we were just talking in part two trying to give like a more in-depth tutorial about the steps it takes to publish, not just any book, but like books that have a reasonable expectation to make sales on Amazon. But we did also mention the caveat that in 2022 and beyond, if we're being realistic, we're probably going to need to uh, let's say grease Amazon's pockets, AKA pay them for visibility by running some ads, uh, regardless of if it's KDP or selling t-shirts or whatever the heck it is. So do you want to uh, I kind of kind of take it from here and give us a tutorial on your process for running KDP ads?
1: Yeah, I think uh, the most important thing to start off with is there's definitely a right time to start ads. I think I mentioned it in one of the previous videos. It's very easy to start your KDP and then just jump straight into ads because you see people succeeding with it. But from my experience, I think it's very important to, to treat your ads as kind of a, a nice to have on top of your kind of your KDP foundations rather than jumping straight away because if you're I'm assuming your first few books on KDP like mine were aren't going to be very good it doesn't matter how much you put into ads if your book's not very good it's not going to sell so you don't want to be wasting your time and your money on on ad, on books that, that aren't very good so definitely there's a time and a place for jumping into ads I think once you've once you've got a, a couple of books that are consistently selling well for you you know that there's an organic demand there and you can If people are buying it organically, they're also going to buy it through paid ads. And it's at that point where you actually just focus on those specific books and go for, okay, they're making, say, two or three sales a day. You can turn that into five, six or seven with ads rather than seeing a book as it's making no sales. I need to do ads on this and then realizing it's not going to do anything. If it's not selling organically, it's probably not going to sell through ads. So just focus your ads specifically on. Um, the right books
0: that are actually already selling. That that's definitely a first a first tip. Dude, I I just want to say that I love that tip because that's something that uh, I used to say, and I still say. But um, by the way, sorry if you can hear the dogs in the background barking. Can you hear them? I can. I can quietly. Uh, yeah. Okay, sorry about that. Um, yeah. But I always said that yes, like your time is money, and you have to decide if you're going to make more money. Run like setting up ads, which takes time or creating new books. And uh, it also just reminded me of like one quick tip that kind of piggybacks off of your suggestion, which is that you can go to your uh, like author page, or, you know, like if you publish under the same pen name, like you can go to that page and sort by, I think re- reviews. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, that's also like a nice way. Cause like, for me, I have a ton of books, you know what I mean? But if I just need a quick way of finding like what books maybe I should start with like running ads to, uh, I can go do that and then I've got a list basically in order of all my books with reviews, which yeah. would be a great place to start with uh, running ads. So I, I really like that tip.
1: Yeah, so reviews is is an, an extra level on top of sales. If, it, if it's selling great, if it's got
0: reviews on it as well, even better. Yeah, so when you start running ads, uh, what type of ad unit do you start with? So
1: again, the dogs are having a great time in the background, I can hear. Yeah, I'm
0: sorry, man. I can like close the door. Why don't you just keep talking? No, 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 to me? I'll close the door.
1: I'm, I'm the yeah. All so right. I think I think uh similarly to what I said about uh just general KDP is get to know the simple stuff first before you de- you delve deeper into the more complicated and potentially expensive stuff. So in terms of what that means with ads, is is you've got your three different types of ads. You've got your products, your product based ads where you compete get you advertise against other products you've got your keyword stuff which is your advertising against specific keywords and then you've got your auto ads and auto ads are kind of a merge of the two amazon does a lot of the legwork for you you don't really do a huge amount but it's a good place to start and kind of learn with ppc campaigns what actually happens and there's a lot of things and different metrics that interact with advertising on amazon so an auto ad is a great place where amazon do a lot of the legwork for you and then you can focus your time on understanding exactly what's going on. So I would definitely say start with an auto ad for your book, which for those that don't already know, basically means all you have to do is put a default bid in uh, on Amazon and Amazon will look at your book, look at the specific keywords in the title and the keywords you put in your, in your keyword boxes and then kind of run ads against that. So as an example, if I had a book that was called, I don't know, um, like we touched on the previous episode, uh, Drinking Water Habit Tracker. Amazon will look at that title and know it's a book about habits and drinking water. So you might see Amazon placing your ads against other habit tracker related stuff, anything to do with water consumption. So it's kind of clever in the way it knows, but that's why it's really important. If you're running auto ads, and I did a thread on um, Twitter on this the other day, because it's, it's difficult to remember everything in one. Um, it's good to kind of be able to follow along. But if you doing auto ads you need to make sure that your keywords are right if you've got a, a water habit tracker but you're going for keywords like football book or something general your ad is going to put your your habit your water habit tracker book against football books or anything else that your keywords are related for and people who are searching for football books aren't really going to buy your, uh, your your water habit tracker so Yeah, definitely make sure before you do any sort of advertising, your keywords in your book, all specific towards the kind of book you're doing, because that's what Amazon will use to put your book against
0: other products. So that's a really, really important. That's a great, uh, great call. And then also I wanted to ask, like, would you just do auto campaign right away or like when you feel it's justified and then wait before doing a manual campaign for the auto campaign to generate some keywords that are converting or. Would you kind of like also then take time to set up a manual campaign?
1: So, what I did, I don't think there's any hard and fast rule with it, kind of do whatever works for you. But for me, I, I start with the auto ad, uh, set it with quite a low bid. So, in my eyes, a low bid is anything around kind of 25, 25 P, uh, whatever that is in, in US dollars. I think it's around 40 cents in, in US dollars. Start low. That means your ad won't spend loads, it will only start at relatively low bids you'll, you'll keep it nice and, and condensed and then you'll still be able to get clicks and things like that and also any sort of click is, is going to be quite cheap for you so i'm going to assume we have a book that you're selling for for £6.99 um, that you've got less than 100 pages so a book that sells at £6.99 you'll get £2.49 royalty for that so that's kind of the number you want to be looking at for your auto ad so let's just say uh, let's just say it's £2.50 for simplicity and you have a 25p bid every time someone clicks on your ad it's going to cost you 25p to do that so with your auto ad you've essentially got 10 different rolls of the dice or 10 different clicks that people can make and if none of them make a purchase you spent two pound 50 which is your 10 times 25p clicks And at that point that key that ad is unprofitable because you've spent two pound 50 and a sale gets you £2.49 back. So at that point, you need to be aware that it's unprofitable. In an ideal world, you'd get a sale within those first 10 clicks, and therefore, you know that your, your ad is profitable then. Generally, my kind of rule I went with is if you're spending double what your royalty would be on a book and not getting any ads, then you stop, stop the ad. It's, it's not working. It's not profitable Either your book isn't isn't good enough, the keywords aren't specific enough, but that kind of um, rule is is what I use. So if it's a a book that I get two pound forty nine for for selling, if my ad spends five quid and I haven't made any sales from it, at that point I mm-hmm. would cut
0: I would cut the ad off. The the ad off. Yeah, that's great that you have some rules, man. And then I've also like I'm at some point gonna be doing more advertising talk on my channel about a couple of tools, like two of them that I know. Have been in like heavy development in 2022 um that can like automate kind of these these the execution of these rules you're describing um so yes that's always nice when you're not having to be in there like every single day you know across a hundred books or thousands of whatever it is
1: i think on that with with without with auto ads as well it's it's important to to remember that the ad kind of gets smarter the longer longer it goes on for it will learn what keywords are converting which ones aren't so the longer you have an auto ad running which is why i always say give it Two times the potential royalty you might get because if it spent two pound fifteen, it has no sales. It might just not be smart enough yet, or no had enough time to test the words that, that work and the ones that don't. So give it twice, and then eventually you add. We'll get we'll get smarter, and you can. Essentially, you need to give it time. So give it time for it to learn. So what I would do is I'd set the auto ad and give it at least fourteen days. I won't touch it, and I, I, if you've got a low bid, it's unlikely you'll spend over the the money. That you, that you set aside for it in 14 days, but at least in that 14 days, you've given it a chance to run. People can see it, people can click it. Your ad can learn what keywords are working, which ones aren't. And then from there you can, depending on what the ad's doing, either stop it, uh, make changes to it. I mean, that's, that's a, a whole deeper conversation if it needs to be. Or potentially go from your auto ad, what keywords are working, what products are working, and then from there, use those words that are working into a manual ad and that's how you really scale up um from there so kind of use i kind of use my auto ads as a harvest harvest your keywords if i can keep an auto ad at break even or slightly unprofitable that's not necessarily a bad thing it all depends on your your ad strategy but if you're generating keywords that are profitable for a manual campaign then you can probably get away with having a slightly unprofitable auto ad you just need to work out what the role of the auto ad is in your Amazon campaign
0: strategy. That's great advice, man. Yeah. And um, I did just want to touch on too, like what you're saying about the auto campaign. It takes time to learn and keep in mind, like uh, to everybody watching, like Amazon doesn't want to show products that aren't relevant to someone's search to them. You know what I mean? So it's in Amazon's best interest as well to not be showing your product on keywords that aren't performing. So they'll figure it out as well, but that doesn't also mean that you should just like not check your auto campaigns because you know they'll yeah. find a way to spend your money too. Um, I mm-hmm. just did a video yesterday, I released it today, actually. Uh, the day of r- us recording this, and um was talking about just the crazy numbers Amazon has done, including Amazon's advertising growing year over year through 2021 by um like 32 percent or really? wait, no, was it 30 I think it was 32%, man. It was something absurd, or did it triple? Oh man, it was too many, it was like 15 things. I'll wow. send you the article after this though. Yeah. It was- absolutely absurd man how much their advertising had grown and it's like it was like a 32 billion dollar a year thing
1: yeah because obviously they make money through selling products but us who are selling products on amazon they're making money from us because they take a margin and they're getting all of our ad spent so i'd I'd love to know how much Amazon are actually making from ads. It must be. But, yeah, look at this.
0: So 31 billion in 2021, man. So absolutely, absolutely absurd. Is. And yeah. growth rate of 32%. That's what it was. So they made 31 billion. The growth rate was 32%. So it's just like nice. crazy, yeah. man. Crazy. I think that, that kind of leads
1: into a good point is when you're looking at your ads, it's very important not to, not to look at it as raw money spent. It's, if you spend a lot of money, that's fine. If it's, you should look at it in more of a return on your investment. So it doesn't matter if you spend ten pounds, and that's more than the five pounds you wanted to spend. Ultimately, if it's ten pounds, it's giving you an investment. Then that's kind of what you have to look at it for. It does depend on how much money you have to spend in your budget, but don't take the raw numbers as a good thing or a bad thing. The main thing you want to be looking for is a return on your investment because that's essentially what ads are. You're investing in the ads to potentially get something back. So your a cost which is your your cost of sale, is, is the main metric to look for there that will tell you how profitable um how profitable your ad is and that's the one you want to keep keep your eyes on you've got a, yeah. a, it's got a, a really low a cost but it's spending one pound a month like great it's a profitable ad but it's not spending anything it's not really doing anything for you likewise you've got a lot of spend on your ad, on your ad but the a cost is really high again spending a lot of money, but it's not that profitable. You want to find that fine medium in between the two where you've got a relatively low A cost that is still spending. So it's, it's profitable, but it's actually still driving you sales rather than just being profitable and, and not doing a lot for you. So
0: that's where the bids come in. basically Yeah. That's, that's great advice, man. And like, um, so I know you have to go really soon, but how much did you yeah. say profit wise? Like, let's say we're selling a book at 699. How much profit did you say we get like 250 about?
1: Uh, yeah, it's two. Oh, it's $2 49 if you've got okay. it under
0: one hundred eight pages, which is which is what I do. thing. so. Let's do two point four nine divided by six point nine nine. So that means that if your A cost is, okay. you know, A cost if it, if you sell the book at so sell at and this is in uh, pounds sterling. Um, yeah. yeah, sell at six point nine nine equals two point four nine profit. A yeah. cost break even is. Thirty-five point six percent. So hopefully, guys, what we're saying makes sense. This is why, you know, Sam, follow Sam on Twitter, by the way, because he's putting out like tons of amazing free content. Follow me on YouTube. Hopefully, you guys already are. Um, and you know, we, you know, we'll probably each be talking more in depth about these things. Yeah. Um, so so is this, that, is it, that,
1: that that for me, that thirty-six percent is is the golden number. That's that's your break-even margin. And then if it's higher, it doesn't necessarily mean it's too bad. As long as it's within a reasonable distance to it. Um, but you do also with ads, it's really important to remember is you have to pay. I don't know what it is in the US. It's definitely in the UK, we have to pay 20% VAT on top of the ads. So actually the break-even A cost, the actual break even ACOS is actually lower than that. So, me as a general rule, I'll just do about 30% is my break-even because in theory it's 36%, but we have to pay VAT on top of that, which Amazon sneakily don't really tell you in any of the metrics, but it's something you do have to take into account, but anything around that break even sort of point is where you want to be aiming for. As long as you're getting these keywords coming through, that you can then put into a, a manual ad that can be much more profitable. That's, that's really important to remember.
0: Yeah. So guys, you're working towards getting like really well optimized manual yeah. ads is really the end goal. Cause that's, yeah. you know, that's where you're like, you have your gold mine, high value keywords. Mm-hmm. You You find that sweet spot in your bids. Like you can kind of adjust until you find like where, you're comfortable with the spend and you're seeing good um, return. And uh, that's that's the sweet spot. That's where you wanna be. And yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. And like, you know, this is why, it's it's an evolving process. You always wanna be in there like monitoring because you don't want to have your competition outbid you and then all, all of a sudden start overtaking your, you know, mm-hmm. your organic rank because keep in mind too, when you're advertising and you're converting people guys, whether it's manual or auto campaigns, this is also increasing organic rank with each sale. And those numbers that you get from organic sales will not roll up into your advertised sales. So you kind of just have to have faith that it's working. Um, and that you're going to see like long-term reward for, for what you do. I think just jumping in,
1: I think if someone hasn't done any sort of advertising on Amazon, this might be quite daunting. One thing I would say is don't worry about it. Focus on your auto ads and you will naturally learn all the metrics. I had no idea. I've never advertised on anything before. Um, once you just, just stick to your auto ads, just focus purely on that. And naturally, you will understand when the right time is to go into manual ads. You'll learn how the metrics interact, what sort of numbers to look for. Um, literally, don't worry about having to know it all. You're not going to know it all at the start. You'll just learn as you go along. Stick with your simple auto ads and then everything else will come will come naturally at the right time. So, yeah, just don't panic when you see
0: all of that. Loads of different numbers on the screen there. Stick to your auto ads and, and you'll be fine. Yeah, that's a great that's a great uh place to start. I mean, at a minimum too. Like it sucks with KDP, you can't do the like bulk auto campaign that no. you can do with with everywhere else, but maybe one day we'll be able to do that, but definitely great advice. And one thing we didn't mention is how to actually get to where you can run an ad in KDP. So do you just want to briefly say that and then I'll let you go cuz I know you um are Yeah, yeah. So, there's two ways.
1: I think just type in um And the the web address is advertising.amazon.com but if you just type in Google KDP advertising it will be the top link there or if you go on your actual KDP dashboard you've got loads of different options with your books you can just press promote book and that will take you directly through to the advertising thing but Google Google's your best bet do it through there and and, um, you do have to create an account from what I remember it's pretty straightforward Um, yeah, and, then and I think and most
0: people will probably do the like go to the bookshelf and click you just yeah, yeah. over the dots and click yeah. promote book the first time you guys want to set up an ad, and that's that's going to be probably like where you'll want to go. Mm-hmm. All right, hey Sam, thank you so much for being here, man. Honestly, <laughs> no, um, good. this format works really well because you know what you're talking about, and then I can just kind of let you go and maybe like you know show something on the screen share and kind of elaborate after it's yeah, no, no, that's good, that's good. Yeah, I really appreciate you being here, and um, definitely, I'm sure like guys let us know what your thoughts and questions in the comments below and if you want me to have sam back in the future i'm sure you have questions so maybe i'll just keep a list and then you come back for part four at some point answer the questions i don't know yeah i was gonna say if we
1: do if we do a part four it'd be good to have specific questions people have asked that we can actually tailor the stuff to
0: them so if they have any issues we can go live dude i mean if you want to i don't know i'm not putting you on the spot or anything but (laughs) either or we can do
1: live or if they want to put stuff in the comments we can at least
0: touch on stuff that people are specifically asking for so uh, yeah sounds good to me cool all right i really appreciate it i'm gonna wrap this up because i know you got to go but thanks again for being here
1: yeah no worries at all again thanks uh thanks for having me